This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome into another episode of the Bostonian versus the book sports grid TV replay props, YouTube and Twitter for the live stream. He's the book, Dave Sherapan. I'm the Bostonian Matt Peralt at Boston versus the book on Twitter to follow us. Happy roll call Friday, Dave. Oh, yeah. You know, Fridays were rolling and it is roll call Friday, which we'll get to all morning here throughout the show. Um, Pete Rold, how are you feeling today after that hockey game last night? Because I'm still coming off of that. <laughs> I don't know if I want to call it a high, um, a low. Uh, that, that, that was fun. That was a fun hockey game. Oh, I have a problem with it, which we'll get to here in just one course, second. You always have problems with stuff, man. Yeah, it's it's we got robbed. But before we get to the robbery, let's get to what is Roll Call Friday. Roll Call Friday is on the live chat for YouTube. We go live at 1 p.m. on the Props YouTube channel. Dave will call out whoever is there. If you're new and watching, you've never like written something in the live chat. Today might be a good day to do it. Today's a good day. A shout out. I mean, every day is a good day to do it, but Friday, trying to keep an eye on it. I'm listening to the show. I may not be watching his eyes while he's talking <laughs> because I'm watching his chat. It's all fine. things going on. It's all good. So you can do that. If you have not subscribed to the Props YouTube channel, please do that. So when you guys come back from the long weekend, everyone's about to scatter. I, I totally get it. We're not on on Monday. So we're off on Monday as well. So the long weekend will do us a little early Friday, you know, favor. And go ahead and click on that subscribe button. If you're listening back on the props podcast for Bostonian versus the book, go to YouTube, like it, subscribe on Apple Podcasts as well. Help us drive this thing and grow this thing into the summertime month. So when we get to the fall, we are clicking and rolling here for the Bostonian versus the book. Plus, people don't miss nothing when they do that, right? right. There's yeah, no you're getting, way, yeah. like, it comes to you. Notifications, right. Go seek it out. The notification yeah. comes right up. Hey, they did a new show. Hey, a new video popped up. Oh, we're live. Or we're live. Yeah, that live function is great. That pops up every, you know, when you touch it on a phone, it just takes you right to the show. But you see all the other clips too. Yeah. Like there's there's a bunch of stuff on the props.com. We go back to our trip from LA. We talked to all the McAfee boys and, and you know, Gumpy and Tone and Diggs and all, uh, Nikki. It's all there. All the uh, Dubsy videos. Everybody loves Dubsy Wednesday. All <laughs> those are on there. So just subscribe, and then you see everything that pops up when the boys like Farah and Eric are doing such a good job yeah. getting the content out and putting it on there. It's all there for you. It's funny, too, because this is what happens organically with shows that I, I've done in the past and that shows that I love doing. So like Dubsy Wednesday, we didn't make that. It just came naturally. That was kind of – Dubsy Wednesday. Yeah, it just became Dubsy Wednesday. Now for, yeah. for, for for golf, now he'll join us every Wednesday. Roll Call Friday at your – you know, the brigade is from you. Yeah. You went ahead and labeled our audience, the BBB brigade. Now that hashtag on Twitter is 
well, just go hot, type it in and it pops up when you actually do BVB <laughs> Brigade. It's there. So it's a, it's a thing on Twitter now for and, the audience. And all the boys are putting it in there. Stevie Mac, capital M, capital K, SoCal DJ, J Dow Betts. Um, they're all popping it in. Mikey Awesome. So every time they post something and they tag BVB Brigade, it's like another way of being involved with the show and finding yeah. everybody. It's fun stuff, man. Yeah, it's it's really cool. I'll have an announcement here in a couple of weeks. You know, I'm going to steal McAfee's line a little bit as to like something happening season. So there's some stuff happening, some things that will yep. be popping in the middle of the month that will be probably prepped and prepared to announce for you guys. Yep. So something I'm really psyched about and really interested and excited to get going with it. So we'll have some of that coming up. So that's why the brigade and the YouTube videos and following the show on Twitter at Boston versus VS, not the word versus, but VS the book is important because we've got some things coming up. I know everyone gets going with summertime and it's like, wait, I missed that. Inter- what, what do you mean? You did what? So yeah, just heads up, there's some things coming down the pike and some cool announcements coming in a couple of weeks as to what we're doing here with props and everything else. So it's a big day. It's going to be a big couple of months and football season is right around the corner. But before we get to that, robbery, Dave, robbery. The Calgary Flames got robbed last night and we should be going to a game six. I got robbed of a free bet, of a free roll, of an over bet of six and a half that we should have had. That was a goal with five minutes to play in the third kicked period. It in. What? He kicked it in. Did not. No kicking motion whatsoever. No? No kicking motion. He was stopping his skate. I've watched this thing like 10 times over and over again. The puck glanced Hockey off of the stayed. skate. Hockey guys say, I mean, you could go either way. I, I I don't think it's a goal. He turned his ankle. Okay. So what's wrong with that? That's not a kicking motion. That's, that's he kicked it in. Oh, I disagree. We got robbed. That puck was going in anyway. On top of that, the puck well, that, was going to go in that's anyway. Probably the truth. That's For what hurts the most. The show, they're asking Kevin White's asking what jersey I'm wearing. I'm wearing a, the Nordiques. Nordique oh classic. My I found God. sale rack. They're like, nobody wants this thing. I said, give me that. Are you kidding me? Joe Sackett, classic Fleur de Lee Nordiques jersey. Um, Jeez. So are you, you like Colorado today? See the code right. there? You see what you're doing? See that? That's mm-hmm. it's, it's just, it comes up every once in a while like that. Yeah, that's yep. that's kind of what that's saying. But not I get saying, it. You know, I get exactly. it. I don't think we got robbed, Pete Roll, but that was a fun series. I think we got robbed maybe of another betting opportunity. Yes. Um, maybe an oddsmaker or two would have gone, you know what? Just go to seven. <laughs> see what happens. No, they wouldn't. Because have they keep scoring. Five and seven. Nope. Five for the Rangers. They won't do it. Seven for the other for this series. If we went to game six, wouldn't do it. The disco six and a half minus one forty five. <laughs> Make everybody pay the juice. Might be minus one fifty. <laughs> yep. Just keep on. There's no shame. There's nope. no shame. How do you rightly tell somebody you you can bet this, but you have to lay fifty on a total? So Rather bad. Not. It was one nothing after the first period, and then we saw the fastest four goals being scored in the history of the Stanley cup playoffs in 71 seconds, four goals were scored in that second period, four goals. Um, and you said it was five shots. I thought it was four shots. I thought every shot that went after that, there might've been one save. In yeah. That. I think it was one save in that, but I mean, at one point my oldest is 18 and, 
you know, so every once in a while she just lets it loose. You know, we've been pretty strict with them about swearing in front of us. I mean, you, with your with your friends and all that other stuff, you can say what you want. We swear in front of them, so it's fine. But after the third goal, Kylie jumps up and goes, "What the hell am I watching here?" I was like, "I have no idea." And then they scored again, and she's like, "This is ridiculous." And I said, "Yeah, but it's fun, isn't it?" It is fun. It was. And she fun. goes, and she immediately goes, "Well, how many goals are they going to score?" And I said, "This is six five. This is six five. It's got to be six five. You get to the end of the second period, it's four four. They don't score a goal in the third period either." Team, we go to overtime four four, and then I mean, if you want to say we got robbed, we got rewarded for seeing Connor McDavid get the goal in overtime. The franchise player, the best player in the game, scores the goal to take his team to the Western Conference Finals. You see the joy, you see the excitement that comes out when he celebrates that goal. Man, that was awesome, and. um well, look, the nickname McJesus, mm-hmm. he lives up to it. Here's the thing. What? I'm in on the Oilers. I got my game. team. I got my team. I'm going to ride it. I, I, l- let's get McDavid the cup. Let's <laughs> just go ahead and cement the legacy. Let's just build it. Let's start the talk. Let's start the comparison. Let's start the Gretzky stuff. Let's go. Get him the cup. I want to see McDavid win the cup. So I'm in on Matt Bonvi. You got me after all your DMS and everything else you sent oh, to me, the tattoos and the rooms, everything else he sent me. I finally I've cracked. I, I wasn't going to have a team or cheer for a team. <laughs> I'm in, I, I'm in on the Oilers. Let's go. I've always had a soft spot for them growing up. Um, and then I've always hated them. Well, I I mean, I didn't like them and it was always one of those, you know, Lemieux Gretzky comparisons forever and all this right. stuff. And I mean, Gretzky was playing with Rolls Royces and Lamborghinis and like, you know, Yari Curry, Mac Messier. Lemieux was playing with a lot of guys that were (laughs) were packing groceries, you know, Warren Young, Rob Brown, all that stuff. I went to game three Stanley Cup finals in Edmonton. Wow. Against the Carolina Hurricanes. We were I was working in a book, and my buddy Barry was working in Valet, who's from Edmonton. His cousin is the equipment manager for the team. Wayne Gretzky gave him one of his cars when he won an MVP award. He won an MVP All-Star Game Award in St. Louis. He gave him a car. He gave it to to his his cousin. So Barry's pretty close with him. And he says, if Edmonton gets in a cup, we're going. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I said, "I'll, I'll clear it with the wife. We'll go. They win. He immediately walks in a book and says, we're going to game three, right? I said, I told you we were going. He said, call Jess. I'm getting the tickets today. We come, I go out to his office at lunch and call her and say, Barry and I booked a trip, just so you know. We're flying up, staying at his mom's house. We're going to game three and we're coming back. Fly up Friday, go to the game Saturday, fly back Sunday. Done. Done. That was it. Went to game three. It was one of the most awesome, just life. Uh, appreciation experiences. They have a new bar now though, right? They built a new one or is it the same? Oh yeah. No, they built a new one. This was Northlands Coliseum. This was the old building with all the history around it. One of the loudest buildings I've ever been in. Um, They won the game. Knew they were going to win the game. (laughs) was one of those uh, dump all in plays paid for the trip. And then some with the bet. Wow. Tremendous. So I am all in with the Oilers. 
I don't know, a little shaky, a little nervous about they can beat the the winner of this other series, B-Roll. Uh, yeah, we'll get to it in a second. I, I don't know if that's going to be hap- happening or not. But <laughs> so last night I bet the alternative under five that Ice. comes that comes in that yes, catches sir. yes sir at plus one twenty five. Do we see and we haven't seen it yet, but do we see tomorrow a five for Rangers Hurricanes? Are the bookmakers going to finally yes. crack and go to five because they're at five and a half right now? And they're at five and a half minus 140. Yes. I don't want to say it was with my advisement because, you know, Tommy knows what he's doing. But uh, my guy over at Caesars is at five over 30. Okay. We were trading texts and I said, please do us all a favor and put up five and a half again, sir. And <laughs> he was like, I'm not doing it again. So he put up five, um, five over 30. DraftKings did everybody a favor and says five over 40 right now. Wow. I mean, the juice is getting a bit egregious on these totals. I mean, come on. I got to stop. 40 cents on a total. Five and a half under 45 is the consensus. The other books pretty much in Vegas. Um, mm-hmm. Is this game going over tomorrow? I'm not betting an over in this game, in this series. <laughs> I don't care. I'm not betting it over. That's insane. You're asking for trouble. It becomes an interesting discussion because of the elimination game thing. Okay. When it becomes an elimination game thing and you got five, three, one, pull the goalie, four, one, keep the net empty, five, one can happen. Or three, two, empty net goal, it gets over. Um, I'm not saying it's going to happen, and there's no way I'm betting over in it in one of these games. It's just there's nothing changing. The goalies have been everything you could hope for for both teams. There's been one or two soft goals in the entire series. That's it. So they've had to earn every one they got. I mean, Carolina got a shorty yesterday. A shorthanded goal just changes the game. When the other team's on a power play, you score shorthanded. That immediately flips all the momentum, changes it all, gives your team confidence. It's it's you see it immediately change on a dime. So, um, I don't know, man. I I, I think I don't know how many books are going to move by tomorrow because the game's at five o'clock. We got all day. Right. There's no other move after five and a half under forty five. If you get a limit play at five and a half under forty five, I mean you got to put it up for everybody to see. Five and a half under 50? <sighs> Friends be talking about you if you do that. Well, I, I just, like, the thing that's weird about the Rangers offense is that they go, like, 10 minutes without a shot on goal. Oh. Like, they just, it's weird to watch. Like, Carolina's got tremendous defensive forwards. I understand that. And it's tough to get open shots, and it's tough to get clean looks. But they go long periods of time without even a dangerous chance to score. Yeah. So that's why I can't see the game going over. I just can't see the Rangers scoring enough goals for it to go over. They're such, um, to put it in fighting terms for you, they're the, they're the ultimate counter puncher yeah. right now. They're sitting back. They're waiting. They, they don't even get odd man rushes like for stretches. It's a lot of like that third guy staying back high. He's not coming down. So two guys with the puck against two defensemen, it's hard to get it to the net. The, the Rangers can't get in between the circles. You can see right. it. 
It's Carolina's plan. Keep them outside the circles, which works. It works better when you get a lead. That's why when the Rangers got a lead, I was like, oh, my, this could be this could be the game that a road team wins. And then it's not. So um, all of that being said, this game's a pick. I think Carolina. I mean, obviously, we've, we've said this before. Nobody wants to play a game seven when you're the favorite. Right. Um, they're live to win. I mean, they're live to win a road game. It will be their first. It will be their first road game. By the way, how could I forget Jordan Goroff? J- Jordan's been here every single day since we've done this show. Or an original OG BBB Brigader. Roll call Friday, sir. Thank you for being here and participating in the show every day. I don't know. I lean heavily on the Rangers. I, I'll tell you right now, something's going to have to change for me to not to bet New York to win game six. Might be one of those. I told you yesterday. It might be yeah. one of those come out of retirement plays. It might just, be. It, this thing's going seven. Yeah. We may not have NBA to watch on Memorial Day weekend, but I think we're going to have a hockey game. I yeah, so. I, I really – I just think at home, last change, Igor plays better at home. The energy in the building in MSG, I just think it's going to be – I don't see them losing on home ice. I do think they lose game seven, though. I think Carolina – I mean, look – we, we, we joke around saying it shouldn't be this easy, but I think right now betting in the NHL, it is kind of that easy where it's just under in this game over in the Oilers series, which is now over or over in the, in, in the Western conference finals, there's going to be zero defense played in that thing. Colorado is going to give up goals. I don't trust Kemper at all. Even if they get there, they may not even get there. And then I just think it's, this is going to be home team, home team Rangers win game six hurricanes win game seven. Can't say you're wrong. <laughs> I can't, it's it's uh, like a huge handicap. I'm not, I'm not breaking anything no. down. Like, you know, it's like not like the, the, the sharpest of handicaps or like I'm saying anything that's not really known, but I just, that's just how this thing's going to play out in my mind. Um, This is the way it looks. And this is a lot of times. I don't want to say it's easy because I mean, sometimes they're sweaty. Those that three, one game. I went under five and a half. I went under four and a half plus 150 when I saw it. So I was sweating that and would have been still a win, but not as much um, if they would have scored another goal. But this is this is what betting on the playoffs is about. And I, I've told you this before. I've seen it. There's guys that come out of the woodwork just to bet this stuff because you're getting the same effort every single shift. In hockey, let alone every single game. The NBA playoffs, you know, to turn it back, it's been a little different this year because there's been games they punted just like the regular season. That's what makes it. I mean, this is in every series we've seen this. Right. It's been shit basketball. Correct. Well, this is what happens during the regular season. You 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 handicap it, you have a line, this and that, then you see the effort, or you see just something turn so quickly, and they're like, yep. I mean, that's what happens over the course of an 80 or 82 game season. It happens baseball. It happens all the time. Once a pitcher gets out, I mean, you saw 20 runs scored in a game yesterday. It's, that's the second time that's happened this season. Cubs scored 21. So there's, that's what I think I've said this for years in the book. If we could mimic the intensity and the effort and excitement of the playoffs, I mean, you can't do it every game. I think it would make betting easier. I think that's what makes betting so hard 
is that we're trying to handicap not just what's going to happen in the game, what happened the night before, what mm-hmm. happened on the road trip on the flight in, what mm-hmm. happened after, how many how many phone calls you get, how many kids you got at home, how many. There's a lot of things as 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 adults, us just trying to get here by ten o'clock every day to do the show is a challenge. So, I think you're right though. This 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 feels like a home team and under again, and then everybody will be game five or game seven. Carolina minus one sixty again, be the same number. It will be five in game seven. That'll be the game the books all adjust, and that one will be the one to go over. <laughs> yeah, probably bet over game seven. Yeah, I probably would do that. Okay, so better bet in your mind: St. Louis money line tonight, or St. Louis to win the series? Oh. Better bet. Damn. What's the price? It's plus 140 last night, 155 now, I believe. Right. Yeah. Tonight, Monday yeah. line for St. Louis. To win the series, I think it's four to one. Four to one. Let me double well, check. I think, I think actually, if you if you if you want to bet the series by oh, betting. Oh, sorry, I'm wrong. It's six to one. Okay. I was going to say you do the rollover. Plus 150 tonight with plus two. What was game five? Close 260? Yeah. All right. So do the parlay calculator, sir. Pull it up. Plus 150, plus 220. What does that come to? That comes to? Six to one. It comes a little bit more, does it not? Plus 150. You think they'll be as high as 260, though? Let's say plus At 210. Home, Colorado? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. In a game will, seven, huh? yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. They'll be two, 250 or higher. All right. So calculate. I did it with 210. 675 if it's 210. Almost seven to one. Okay. So, so then- plus 150. So to answer your question, I would bet it tonight and roll it over. Okay. But that requires you having to either get to a book or push the button again. If you want to lock it in now and not have to worry about it, you might be taking a little bit less. You also run, you know, if McKinnon gets hurt tonight, the price is going to be a lot less So on St. Louis. So you can take that series bet. If you think they have any shot at all, you got to lock in that number. A lot of times I feel better about when I'm not sure. Betting tonight, plus 150, and you can decide to roll over just the winnings or, you know, so you don't lose anything. I'm always thinking about reducing risk. That's what a, that's what the book guy does. We're not always trying to win money. We're right. just trying to reduce risk and lessen exposure. There you go. You think they can win on the road in game seven? No. We just saw Edmonton win four games in a row. But I do think they win tonight. I think the Blues win tonight. You're on board with this now, too. Told me that after game five. You thought that that was – so nothing's wavered, nothing's changed your mind. Okay. I think that – I mean, I've just – I've been in that building. I know what St. Louis hockey fans are like. I saw a crack in Colorado that scared me dramatically in the last game. So, like, I know they had the best player on the ice. I get mm. that. Mm. But Kemper is a problem. 
can't catch the puck right now. It's a little. He's leaving some rebounds a little bit too, uh, too easy. Way and, too easy. Just throw the puck off his pads. You meant you talked about it yesterday. They know the game plan now. Get the puck on him. Go right to the net. It's gonna fall right at your feet. Fire that thing behind him. It, it just. I'm. I. If I am. I mean, we we saw this during the regular season with Colorado games that were flying over yeah. because Kemper was bad. He had bad stretches. And I think he's one of, he's in one of these bad stretches. And I think on the road, knowing he has a game seven in his pocket is not good for the Avalanche tonight. Total six and a half over minus 120. Um, you're right. It's a concern. It's a concern going forward. Yeah. I mean, if you thought... Calgary Edmonton was a good series and fun. If you get McKinnon for Colorado and you get you get Edmonton with with McDavid and those teams the way they skate with the goalies being a little bit eh, we Mike might have Smith seven. is Mike Smith is more than eh. Mike Smith is a sick. <laughs> that dude's a prop. You're talking about problems. That dude that that dude's a yeah yeah. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna have some we might have a seven in that yeah. series. Like oddsmakers are just gonna be like, all right, just throw seven up, let them bet under. I mean, that's what I would do, but we gotta get there first. St. Louis will grind. I think you could actually take a flyer bet if you think that, if you think they can win tonight mm-hmm. and win game seven. It's worth a shot on them to win the Western Conference right now. Great oh. price. It's worth a shot on them. Little flyer pizza money ticket on the win of Stanley Cup. It's like 40 to one. They ain't gonna be 40 to one against anybody the rest of the way. But he's still got to win eight games. See, That's I bet both. You... I, I bet them to win the series. I bet them to win tonight. Okay. But I got there's better prices today than there was last night. Correct. Because the steam came on the avalanche. So I'm a little annoyed that I bet it both. I bet both last night because I, I got. This is what you do, though. I know I got 140, which I'm kind of annoyed. I, I should have got. I, I could have had 155, and I got almost six to one, and now it's almost seven to one on the win the series. <laughs> so that's a little annoying. But I mean, again, it's not large wagers. It's just flyer bets because I think that they do. I my real bet, my 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 full like typical bet is tonight to win. But my Hail Mary for fun bet is them for the them <laughs> win the series. <laughs> Brother Dan just popped in a chat. He was the goalie. He said he would give uh, give Kemper some lessons how to catch the puck. I'm, oh, man. Brother Dan had a tremendous glove hand. He was that big dude, though, that once he went down, he didn't get up so quick. Uh. We, used to, we used to shoot low on him to get him down and then, you know, try to shoot it over his shoulder, blocker side. He was really good. He was a catcher in baseball. So okay. he had that glove hand. Can't wait to see this, man. We got people in the chat, by the way. Cole, roll call Friday. Once you hear his name, call on the show. Cole, shout out to you, sir. Jordan, we already said. Thanks again. Pierre, Pierre Chevrolet. Chevrolet, Chevalier. I don't know how to say your name, Pierre, but thank you for being here, sir. Uh, Brian Roof, Alvarez. Alvarez is here now every day. Alvarez, give us Sean O to Golf Pro. Give us the, the trifecta. Yeah, you know, in the derby that we used and got there, gave us the trifecta and the preakness. When's Belmont coming up? We got to keep an eye on that, you know, Sean Oda Golf Pro. Why? Why? 
Why? He's going to give us a winner. Okay. But winners are winners. True, but I just have no interest in the Belmont. Well, I mean, neither do I. But, I mean, the, the guy does pretty good with the golf. Or, I mean, yeah. he does pretty good with the golf, too. But who else we got in here today? Brian Roof, Amazon signing Pat. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. That's our boy. Good. That's that's good. Our boy, Chris Andrews, the South Point. Yeah. Just dropped the full first week college football every game lined. Right before Memorial Day, baby. In case some people were in town for Vegas and come and want to see, we love the move, Chrissy. That's what you're supposed to do. Generate the business. Don't push it away. Don't limit people. Come on in. I don't know what the numbers are going to be. I don't even know who the starting quarterbacks are for half of these teams. True. <laughs> I don't know shit. But, but I got numbers and I got limits and you can come bet them. Please do me a favor and come bet them now. Give me I some action. It. That's all you want is the book. Come on in. That's awesome. Shout out to Chrissy Andrews for doing that. I might have to put that on Twitter. Nebraska's a minus 12 and a half point favorite against Northwestern. Come on. When was Nebraska a double, right. a double digit favorite? Holy. Right. What the hell is that? Jiminy Christmas. What are you talking about. He must have, okay. have to text Chrissy right now. Make sure he didn't put a supposed to be two and a half. He added a one in there. The fat figure to one, 12 and a half. Give me the dog right now. Where is. JT Wheeler playing the show right now for the boys in Pittsburgh. Represent. Nice. That a boy. Speaking of Pittsburgh, we might be back. My gosh, my my alma mater. I had to go look and make sure this is accurate. UMass plays on the road at at Tulane. Oh, gosh. 35. 30. Ain't enough. Minus 30. <laughs> to <laughs> Tulane. To Tulane. It ain't enough. Tulane can Holy score. Holy crap, that's bad. Yeah. Wow. Be up. Alabama's minus 38 and a half against Utah State. Jeez, Chris. How many points does Utah State score in that game? Ten. Seven or ten? Ten. A field goal and a touchdown? Yeah, give them ten. I don't think so. Sixty-two and a half is the is the total. Remember, Bama plays Texas the next week on the road. Oh, that's gonna be a blood game. Oh my I told Lord. you. I told you what my friend said. That that that, that oh, line is less than 30. Come out of retirement and drop as much as, as much as you can on Bama. Against Texas? Yes. They're going to kick the living shit out of Texas on purpose. <laughs> this is what Bama does in their first big marquee game, but it's even bigger because they're coming to the SEC. This is going to be get ready for what you're going to walk into because you think the Big 12 is tough. Watch what we're going to do to you. Really? I think they're going to light them on fire. Whatever. This is like, remember when Tiger Woods said he'd walk up to the course and say, what's the course record when they wouldn't live in the clubhouse? Yeah. I think Alabama walks in to Austin and says, how many points is the most points you guys gave up in your history? Yeah, we're going after that. That's our number. Neutral site game? No, it's in Austin. It's in Austin. Yeah. Most points. What is it? Don't you think Texas is going to be a little motivated? 100%. 100%. Not going to matter. No? Not going to matter. Former assistant coach for, I mean, Saban destroys his old, his ex-assistant coaches. Hand, hammers them always, like Belichick does. But this is now Texas. Recruiting Texas is a huge deal for Bama. And you've got Oklahoma and Texas joining the SEC in 2025. This will be the, the last time Bama is a non-conference opponent for Texas. Look you know, out. None of that shit means a damn thing to the kids, right? Wrong. 
Nick Saban's going to tell them they suck the entire time. He's going to ride their ass the entire time. Oh, I mean, Nick will try to motivate them, but, the, you know, the, 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 the kids could care less about the conference and this and that's another game on the way to the championship. It's like, yeah, but it's an opportunity to look at Alabama every year in their first marquee game. The difference this year is they're playing a home game in week one. They normally don't do that. Yeah. Why? Oh, that's a tune up. They get a Nor tune up. So smart. They want to kill Texas. This is that's why they put the schedule. That's why they're playing Utah State to have a game under their belt. So right. it's not just a, their first time. Yeah. Remember against Miami, first half against Miami looked a little eh. Second Sluggish. half annihilated them in the second half. Blew sure the doors did. off them. Same yeah. thing happened against Oregon a couple of years ago where they played yeah. all right in the first yes. half and then killed them in the second. Yes. They want to be ready to go from week one, from snap one against Texas. <laughs> Can you imagine what he's doing all summer? He ain't talking about Utah State. He's talking about Texas. To the coaches, to the kids, he's talking about Utah State. But to the, but to, uh, I don't know. I mean, he's talking. If you're about from Texas, both. though, if you're a kid from Texas, you better believe he's talking about Texas. Right. You ready? You're going to be ready. You're going home. Don't embarrass me. Don't embarrass yourself. Don't embarrass your family. That's fun. What oh, a yeah. fun. Oh gosh, that's going to be great. Is that a? I didn't look, but is that a prime time game? That'll be perfect. I think it's nighttime game. Yeah. Yeah. Evisceration coming. <laughs> can't wait. Absolutely can't Ooh. wait. I, th I think it's totally right. All right. Boston's laying eight and a half points tonight to the Miami Heat. They're still playing basketball? What yeah, happened? They're still playing basketball. We got, we got a lot going on here. What do you make of... Because Boston, I mean, they were chanting last night after the Warriors won their game. Game flew over. The Warriors covered easily. Yeah, I swept the board last night. I was happy about that. Good day. It was a good day. It was and a good then, day over here too. <laughs> everything, people, every everything day. we talked about went the right way. That was a good day. But what do you make of? I mean, we want Boston, and then we saw straight up a you know a really interesting situation. What's up? Okay, just ignore it. Just ignore it. Just, it's fine. There's no worries. It's, okay. Look, I'll I'll look. Relax, Maddie. It's Julia, okay? She can't come. It's fine. She it's can't 10 come. 10:30. Didn't yeah, Julia 10 30. Get, didn't didn't she get the thing? Yeah. Hey Julia, Madeline can't play till 12, okay? What? Madeline can't play till 12. Okay. So just come back at 12. Thank you. Yeah. So, we got the craziness going on here at the house as always it's summertime vacation. But it's a beautiful thing where you can talk through a ring doorbell and go ahead and tell, tell the kid to go away. So, she knew better, but I don't know. Maybe her mom's not home today. She's supposed to not come over until 12. So anyways, the kids push the limit every single day. They're so always true. working. They're so always true. working. This Julia sounds like a piece of work. Man, you oh, she's, she's tough. She's good. She's, yeah. she's, she's good. She's good for Madeline, though. She's good to have Maddie. because You've got to have a running partner like that. Yeah. And if they're you're not that way, you've got to have a running partner like that. Yeah. She's yeah. she's fearless. Madeline's fearful. Right. She's scared of her shadow. Julia's like a hellion. She doesn't care. Yeah. She get on a bike and go 40 miles per hour down the down a hill. She doesn't care. <laughs> and Madeline's like, yeah, I'm not going in the pool by myself, type of thing. Right, right. Um, but Draymond Green last night on TNT is saying, We're playing Boston. Like they asked him, Who who do you want? He goes, Doesn't matter who I want, I, I it's who we're gonna play. And they're like, well, Who are you gonna play? It's like we're playing Boston. Celtics winning cover tonight, eight and a half. Celtics are winning tonight. There's no doubt about this. This would be, I mean, I said it yesterday that Dallas winning would be one of the biggest surprises of the of the weekend or of the playoffs, the yeah. whole playoffs, NBA and NHL. Same thing tonight. 
Miami looks beat up, tired. I mean, even Dubsy said on Wednesday, they don't look healthy. Because they, they aren't. They're, they're clearly not. Um, there's nothing you could tell me to, to make me want to bet Miami. I might not bet Boston. Right. Because of the points. I ain't touching, I ain't touching the heat. Nothing. There's I mean, unless three guys are out for COVID or some crazy stuff. Right. But it feels it's weird. There aren't many coronation type games like watching, it, like watching the Warriors grab the grab the 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 trophy yesterday. I, I kind of made the joke on Twitter like, I hope Boston wins and then doesn't touch it and says like, yeah, we're not here for that. We we don't want that trophy and they kind of right. like, <laughs> walked away from it. But like hockey know, guys do exactly like we're we're not here for that trophy. We're here for the other one. But I, I mean, it's. It's remarkable because Boston, if they win tonight and get to the NBA finals, somebody had a really interesting tweet who I'm forgetting who posted it, but it's true for a long time. There was this thought process in the NBA that you had to have a superstar over the age of 26 leading your team. And Jason Tatum's 24. He'll make his first NBA finals. The Warriors have been in six of the last eight NBA finals. Warriors have had an an insane run with this group. Clay played so well yesterday. Oh, I mean, it's so damaging and dangerous when he's playing like that. They're just incredibly tough. Wiggins went over the prop that we talked about yesterday. He played well. He got 18 just points over Curry. Poole just went over game went over. I mean, everything was over, 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 over. Steph went under Steph. Oh, was he did. Under. Okay. He only did 15 points. What did, what did Luca end up with? Uh, 28 or 30. Yeah, under 34 and a half. We we, we, we called that. Every um, bet we talked about on the show was the way we went. I mean, yeah. even the total um, in a basketball game, I think you said under, and I was like, ah, I think I'll book that over. Like, yeah. we were on it. Everything yeah. we touched yesterday was good. Makes me a little nervous about today, but that's well, okay. That, well, that's my point. That's where I was going with the coronation feeling, because it's like, how does Boston handle that? Because everyone's showing up at TD Garden expecting a celebration. Like no one's expecting this to be much of a basketball game. They're going for the the final fourth quarter standing ovation. Let's get back to the NBA finals for the first time in a decade. And this was the dream. I mean, it's so funny. I mean, we, we people in Boston just don't give respect or give the props. Danny Ainge deserves a hell of a lot of credit for this team. He built this roster. He built this team. Everything went to shit. Okay. It was horrible. For two years, I understand it. Things didn't look good. They made the Eastern Conference Finals. Brad Stevens couldn't get him over the hump three times to the Eastern Conference Finals. Lost all three times. Udoka comes in. One season, one trip to the Finals. If they win tonight. <laughs> Set the bar high, baby. I mean, this is you don't do this in your first year as a coach. Right. Usually. It's the first year as a coach. A head coach. Um. I think you go all the the Miami guys under. The boys in the chat, Kevin White, Jimmy Butler under, Kyle Lowry under. Uh-oh. Under. Not going not going to like the prop of the day then. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> prop of the day is going the other way. But by the way, roll call Friday, Trent Junk says Texas Alabama is minus 15 on beautiful. FanDuel. Unload. Right unload on Bama. Ain't enough? Unload. <laughs> unload. I'll unload. I, what, what number pauses you? 21? Yes. Not 17? 24 probably pauses me. 20, you're willing to lay more than three touchdowns at the other guy's place and a second game of the season? Mm-hmm. 
Wow. I know what Saban's going to do. I mean, these are games where Bama, Alabama fans, the alumni, this is an alumni game. It's what Bama does. The only reason why it's not 21 is because it's at Texas. This wasn't in Austin. This game would be 21, 24, 28. So it'd be a lot higher. Man, Texas isn't good. I've been good for a long time. They haven't been that good. For- and Bama's got their receivers back. I got their quarterback back. Look, I don't know, man. Out. I think, I think, you know, I think 14 may be the number. I think the buy, the buy order is going to come in at 15. Might go up to 16 and a half, 17. That's where we'll stop if it goes up. It's a good number. I think it's a good discussion. Speaking of good numbers, SoCal DJ and firing off prop bets in the chat. Butler assist under. Likes Lowry assist over. I don't. I don't huh. like anything Miami over. We tried that. We tried that last game, and it was not profitable. The to total do is down to two oh two, two oh one and a half. Painted in Vegas. I got a better number than that last night. What are these people doing with this total? They're betting under. I'm going the other way. <laughs> oh, man. We'll, talk, we'll talk about that in a second. Huh. So I don't know which call was worse okay my call in december when we started this show about ime adoka getting run out of boston okay or trevor story getting run out of boston wouldn't that be something i mean we could go back and pull that clip from a week ago <laughs> and say this I guy would... this this guy that, and what you did to him he is because... nuclear hot <laughs> he's not just hot He's on a different damn level. <laughs> Hot. So here's what's happened to Trevor Story. Yes, sir. Trevor Story has 32 RBIs in the month of May. He has 27 RBIs in his last 15 games. Story's 27 RBIs in his last 15 games are tied for the most by a Red Sox player over a 15-day stretch since, or 15-game stretch, since 1950. Oh, Walt Droppo drove in 31. <laughs> Walt Droppo? Manny Ramirez and Ken Harrelson of 1968 fame. The Hawk, Ken Harrelson. Yep. Were they able to do this? Story. Wait, had so 10 the guy's name was Droppo. He played baseball and his name was Droppo? Walt Droppo. Can you imagine the shit he went through with his name Droppo? If he dropped the ball, hey, Droppo. Pick it up. It's great. Story is third in Major League Baseball now in RBIs. He had 10 RBIs in the month of April. His batting average has gone from 194 to 235. His OPS has gone from 545 to to 782 since May 10th. That's two Uh, weeks. That's only two weeks. I mean, it is like this is not normal. For Hell anyone no, ain't normal. to do this. No. 16 runs driven in in his first 32 games with the Red Sox. He's now driven in 21 in the last eight and 27 over 15 games. And he's going yard nine home runs this season. Eight of them in this month. Smoking. I mean, this is you can't pitch to him. 
He's the hottest hitter on the planet right now. Yes, there is no doubt about that. This is helping not just the Red Sox win games. It's helping their games go over. I mean, the Red Sox over right now is another cash money wagon. Like, you know, our boy Trent likes to say, at you. Who's not in the chat, but it probably won't be only a matter of time before he is. Who knows? Um, What do you do? Do you bet his home run prop? Bet him to hit a home run? No, I just I'm Why betting. Not? Uh, plus three fifty. You can sure. I mean, you plus can do that. Four dollars. He's coming back home. Bet baseball. He's coming back home. I, I got to play in this game tonight against the Orioles. You do. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I just just ride this offense right now. Yeah, with Boston, just ride this offense. They're just they're incredibly hot right now. Boston has defeated the Orioles just once this season. They're one and two against them, but that will change. Orioles aren't playing all that well at the moment. They're six and 16 on the road too. The Orioles are. Yeah. Boston's 10 and 10 at home. They're only two games under 500 now. Offense is cooking. Brad Bradish, by the way, pitching for uh, Baltimore. Yep, I've been on him since the beginning of the season when he got called up first time through first couple games. He's been great. Um, Not so great recently. He gives up more than two homers per nine innings this season. It's the <laughs> highest total on the board today. It might be worth a shot, plus 350 on Story or plus 340 on Devers to hit a homer tonight. Well, how about J.D. Martinez? He's right now, J.D. Martinez leading the league in, our, in hitting. In hitting. Not so much homers, but... <laughs> Bradish's home run to fly ball ratio is more than 20%. That's Damn. the highest total on the board. That's courtesy of Brad Howe, uh, my guy in uh, West Virginia. I got him addicted to these uh, daily baseball bets. Not addicted. Uh, just excited about it. But he 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 deep dives into the weeds. He loves to look at this stuff. Guy gives up fly balls. Boston's yep. hitting the crap out of the ball. Story, Devers, home run props. That one's for the chat. It's not bad. I would take it. So he last time out five and a third, five hits, five earned runs, two home runs given up. Yes. Against the Yankees, four and a third, eight hits, four earned runs given up, one home run. Yes. Against the Cardinals, seven innings, four hits, two earned runs, one home run given up. Against Minnesota, four innings, six hits, four earned runs, one home run given up. Against the Red Sox back (laughs) on the 29th of uh, April. Six innings, five hits, three runs, two earned, one home run. He has given up a home run in at least every single one, start. Every single start since he came up, since he started, since he came up. And now he going to Fenway when the boys are hitting the shit out of the ball. It was oh. a three-one loss. He, he 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 got the loss in the, in the time he pitched at Fenway, but when Boston wasn't pitching or wasn't hitting at all, right. So now every. Every time he's been on the mound, so this is the second time in a he's month facing Boston that the Red Sox are going to see him at Fenway too. Man, I really like Boston today. Why is it only minus one sixty six? I'm on the run line. Five, one seventy now in places. Okay, what's the run line? Boston is a play, no doubt. Uh, the run line. Uh huh. Oh, let's see. Wow, minus one and a half is at some shops even money. At some shops, plus one hundred five or plus one ten. I got plus one hundred two last night, so it's gone up. 
Baltimore is the best team in Major League Baseball on the reverse run line. That's why. Yeah, so just play the money line. Or just play the run line. I think Boston wins in cover. I think Boston kills them. You just said Baltimore is the best team in baseball on the run line. But at 60, because they cover it 63% of the time. Still, so 37%, still 38% of the times, 37% of the time, they don't cover it. 62, 38. Your math is right, sir. Very good. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, how's Whitlock's numbers? I got to look at the baseball stuff, but he's okay. I mean, Whitlock is, is an opener more than anything. Okay. Is a bullpen day? It's not only a bullpen day. Whitlock will go. I mean, they give him normally. Like, <laughs> bless you. He normally will go one. He'll go one time through the order, like three, five, three, five, three innings pitched for him. Man, betting on baseball is different now, man. It's all yep. about the offenses and who yep. can actually hit because nobody can. I mean, Whitlock has a save this season, and now he's starting. <laughs> like it's very strange. Wow. Yeah, so like give you an idea of what, what Whitlock has done for Boston. I mean, he's one of their better pitchers, and when he's on, he's pretty good. But like last time out, wasn't that great against Seattle? Three innings, 10 hits, five earned runs. Boston won the game 6-5, but not good. Uh, but against the Astros, he was pretty good. Five innings, three hits, two earned runs, one home run given up, got the win 6-3. Oh. Boston's a play. Might have to sprinkle some other stuff in there with this. It's, that, that's good. Boston, Boston, Boston parlay, boys. City parlay. Love, nice. love the city parlay. Boston, love Boston parlay. So I, I got more stuff going today than I want, really, to be honest. But those are, but, but, but that's what, that's another one. Okay. I got St. Louis on the series. I got St. Louis to win. I got Boston, Boston parlay. I got Boston on the running, on the money line. I got the over. I got all sorts of things rolling today. Today is, you know, either we're going to start the weekend really well, or I'm going to be climbing out because I'm 11 and five officially on the Daily Juice podcast over to this 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 last four days. So I got a little, I got a little, you know, let's push the let's push the the envelope a little bit, or as I should say, push the odds. Your, your boy's pumped up. Your boy's so, pumped up. Let's go into that. Speaking of being pumped up, yeah, Vegas sets a record in April for money. Held one thanks to in a casino, the NFL draft. <laughs> a lot of people were here. <laughs> it was crazy how many people were here. How fast, how much do the casinos want the draft to come back? <laughs> Listen, man, any big event like that that crosses, you know, generations, it just is an excuse to come here. Um, Revenues topped $1 billion for the 14th consecutive month. 23% increase on the strip. Pretty good. It reached a high for occupancy, occupancy here in, the, in town. 84% in April for all hotel rooms. Books. See, I think the NFL draft just, I mean, I, and I read the article. You guys just probably go read it if you want to, you know, get into this stuff. CDCGamingReports.com. Yeah. It brought people from all over, not just like regional. And I mean, this brought international. This brought, I mean, there was just a lot of people here, but there was a lot of stuff going on, period. There was a lot of shows, right? That, that BTS. broadcaster show. Well, BTS was, was, was here. For BTS four was here a long time. That was four nights, two weekends in April. 
there was a lot of people here for that. A lot. And they may, you know, they didn't uh, maybe partake in everything that Vegas has to offer, but I'm sure they put some money in some machines. or. Oh, yeah. I mean, get this. I mean, this is pre-pandemic. In April of 2019, the it was 92.6% for hotel occupancy here in town. 93.2 on the weekend for the NFL draft here mm. in Vegas. Pre-pandemic type numbers. Vegas being back is official. It's it's definitely back on the weekends. There's not, I mean, it's just you just drive around on the weekends, and it makes me never want to leave the house on the weekends. You got anywhere close to the strip in downtown on the weekends? It's um, it has that feel. Yeah. When I was working down on the strip, it was like getting in and out was a nightmare on mm. the weekends. It's just trying to get to work. And oh, that's awful. Yeah, it was it was tough. It was a lot. Of, it was it, it was uh, mentally. That's a that's a real big grind. Well, yeah, because like it's hard enough during the week when you got to get the kids up and get to school and then rush and get going. And then you sit in traffic, rush hour traffic and all that other stuff. Weekends are supposed to be easy. When you work the mid shift and on the weekends, driving around anywhere near the strip, I mean, you either got to know where you're going, know back ways, or you're in trouble. Um, it's good to see. Is it sustainable, P. Rumble? No, because one thing that's in this article that, that that they talk about is the fact that traffic from Southern California is down because of gas prices. So normally. So uh, damn expensive to fill your gas tank. Yeah, know. daily 48,500 vehicles cross from California into Nevada in April, in most Aprils. It was, uh, or, or this year, in, in last year, it was 50,600 cars crossed in April 2021. So it's down a couple percent. Yeah, but it's still down. You'd expect it to go up when the number of people coming in. I thought all Raider fans from Southern Cal would come over. That didn't happen. People flew in for this event and you mentioned as you mentioned it all over the world they came in for this event yeah i think i mean you know we were down on the strip a lot uh <clears throat> i did the shows with sports grid you know from uh the mgm sportsbook and we saw shirts and hats from every team i saw jacksonville stuff i saw tennessee titan stuff i mean you always see the good teams you know, but I mean, there was Jets stuff. There but was- the bad teams, it's their Super Bowl. The draft is their Super Bowl. True. For the Jets and the Jaguars and the bad franchises. I mean, April is a big time. It's a big deal. So does the draft get this kind of pop and everything next year in Kansas City? Yes. Yeah. Because Kansas be- City is a football town? Like, what are you yeah. going to Kansas City for? It's a football town. I mean, it's. So you're going to go to Kansas City for the draft if you're a football yeah, fan? Yeah, I'm going to go to Oklahoma Joe's, and I'm going to go and watch some draft football. I'm going to eat a lot of really good barbecue and go check it out. You ever been to Oklahoma Joe's? Never been there in my life. Whoa, Oklahoma Joe's, first time I ever ate a meal in a gas station. It blows your head <laughs> off. It's damn good. Absolutely best barbecue. In, in a gas station? In a gas station, straight up. Unbelievable. Did you eat in a car? No, they have like little tiny tables set up, but it's the diviest of dive places and it's so damn good. It's really? a big argument. Yeah, there's a big argument. So Gates was Gates versus Oklahoma Joe's. So Gates was Gates went chain. Oklahoma Joe's hasn't really, although they have put their barbecue sauce out now. So you can get Oklahoma Joe's barbecue sauce, but it's damn good. You like burnt ends? <sighs> Oklahoma Joe's is no joke. I don't joke. like anything burnt. 
Oh, it's not really burnt. It's it's more. It's it, they call it burnt ends because it's the of the brisket. It's the end. It's the tri tip of the brisket. They cut it off and they put it back on. They, they cut it off. They cube it up. They resauce it and they put it back in to be smoked more. Man, that's why it's called a burnt end. You're really into all this cooking stuff. It's pretty. Oh fun. man, I, I absolutely love it. It's so fun. I'm, it's almost. It's getting close to cooking season for me. It's getting smoker hasn't been brought out for a while, so it's getting close. Got Saturday football and cooking season. Oh, it's hundred percent. I mean, it's it's smoking season soon. You get just past that mid-August point is when I start to really roll it out and we start trying some new stuff. Hopefully, brisket prices are going to come down. Last time I bought a brisket that was supposed to be sixty dollars was one hundred and thirty, which was really ridiculous. It was supposed to be sixty, and it was a hundred and thirty. Yeah, meat prices for and maybe I I just stopped buying. Pork shoulders. I stopped buying briskets for a while because the prices are just out of control. It's just it's two and a half to one what it should be in terms of cost. What in the hell? Shipping, yeah, delays. You know, just feeding the animals. I mean, it's just it's been it's been hard. I mean, we've seen you know chicken breast prices are out of control. Oh, it's insane. I mean, everything is prices are out of control with inflation and everything else. So, yeah, I just haven't done it because it's just not. It's just. You know, I like doing it, but I don't need it to be like if I'm going to spend $130 on a piece of meat, I really, I mean, it better be outstanding. And most likely, I'd rather be like, you know, I want it to be a, like, a, like a beef tenderloin or something. Right. You know, ever smoked a beef tenderloin, by the way? Oh my. That is off the charts. I don't even know how to turn a smoker on. Oh, dude, smoked beef tenderloin. We did it for Christmas last year crushed I, I was like that's it i can't i can't have a beef tenderloin any other way now you have to smoke it it's so good it was like she's gonna end up getting a smoker for the back here I think oh it's so do it 100 percent. i'll teach you every all the tricks in the trade i got all yeah. the books upstairs i am yeah. so in smoking beef tenderloin is the thing to do but it's expensive so you can't mess it up yeah, <laughs> you gotta make sure you you gotta be like you can't do like a beef tenderloin for your first time smoking meat you're gonna like have some experience and then do it but there's just nothing like it when you spend a whole day cooking something seven eight nine twelve hours whatever it is and then you get to eat it afterwards the sense of accomplishment is through the roof you just feel like i did something like that's, i feel like i guess so that's good that's I never really got that feeling. I got the feeling like, geez, I, it took all day to eat this in 15 minutes and now it's gone. It was oh, good. I love it. It's so yeah. the process is so fun. Like it's the whole when you get the sides going and you get the different <laughs> things going in, what you what would you like to make make with it? Oh. PB's in the chat. PB's a big uh follower on the Twitter, very active. Welcome to the show. OTG Boston Mets. PB's P- a Boston guy, I believe. PB is a Boston guy, huh? Yeah. Yeah, talking about the Red Sox. There we go. Love it. TJ, uh, TJ in the house too. TJ, always here. I don't, think, I don't think that's my. I don't think that's my TJ, but my bad. TJ, TJ. Rego. No, that's different. TJ, okay. I know that TJ. That's a, that's a juice TJ. Nice. Uh, so Drake last night. What is roulette? This? I saw this on the rundown. What the hell is this? So Drake is getting sponsored by this Twitch streamer. It's a joke to go and play on this stream. Drake won $17 million last night. I don't believe that shit. He hit all. 11. He hit number 11 on a digital roulette wheel. Would you not now? I'm, I'm not calling this into question. I'm just asking a big picture here. I remember I wanted to bring this up for this reason. 
I can't get my head around playing roulette digitally. I can't do it. For real money? Yeah. I can't get my head around it. I've seen all this back-end stuff. It's not fixed. I mean, it's just programmed. Right. I just don't like it. It's bullshit. <laughs> okay. I just don't like it. I just why go to the <laughs> casino and do it. Like the fun of it because is. Because some people don't casino. have casinos where they live. You live in Alabama, you don't have a casino within a three-hour drive of your life. Drive you gotta drive right Alabama, you go right over to Mississippi. No, There's okay. A- you gotta go to Biloxi. You, you gotta go, you know, cross state lines, go and drive. Some people, if you live in Birmingham, it's hard to get casinos. So if you live in Utah, if you live in Salt Lake City, Utah, come you drive here. to Reno. You gotta drive to Reno. You gotta come here. I mean, that's so so if I want to play on a Tuesday night. I want to play a table game. That's where the offshore or the, you know, black market comes into play. Not saying this is black market, but I'm just saying there are black market places where you can go play digital roulette and digital blackjack and poker and everything else. You gotta be nuts. I, I don't, I don't, I don't get no appeal from it. I, I, I just know personally. And again, I've seen people do it. I see the dangers of it. I see the yep. dangers of everything. It's way too easy. You know, and you just yep. you, you deposit money and you start firing. And, you know, I know what the business is trying to do. They're trying to get you to do it. Look at Drake. He did it. He, put, he hit the he hit the 11. It pays 35 to 1. He won 17. Well, million. I think he had the corner. I think he, because it was 17 to 1. He put a million dollars down. so he one. had the line. Yeah. He had the, he had the three. Yeah. So that's, that's good. So, yeah, single numbers, so 35 to 1. You, you bet it where you get the row. It's 17 to one. Um, I mean, do you <laughs> have you done this? Have you ever played casino games for real money on your phone? No, not casino games. I've played blackjack and I've played. Okay, poker. well, that's a casino game. Poker for real. No, but it's against blackjack is yeah, blackjack against the against the house. I, I do trust blackjack more than I trust roulette. Okay, I mean it's it's all the same. As correct, as it's all the same. But I I believe poker's I, against other people. Correct. Which, by the way, we know, you know, we've seen that was rigged too. I mean, people could see everybody's cards. Some guy at the table could see everybody's cards. Was amazing. How did this fucking guy know to stay in when I had a full house? How did he know? Because he had you beat. Because he saw your cards. Because he knew. That's how he knew. I say nobody knows shit. That guy knew you shit. Saw, or the computer program knew shit. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I saw it in the rundown, and I was like, man, why? Why is Drake doing it? How much money is Drake getting paid? A lot. I mean, it's the, the big, the big online conspiracy theory is that Drake actually didn't bet his own money. That the company is having him put it up. Because that's the one weird thing about all of this, right? Is that you, we talk about this just with sports betting in general with books that can manufacture money. You just would be like, here, like I found this, here's $5,000. Like it's, it's, so you can do this where it's like, it's a million dollars, but does it ever actually get translated into currency is the question. So people are like, this is just a free roll. It's not actually a million dollars. No one's putting the money up, blah, blah, blah. It's all for publicity. I don't know. I think he needs to go to the bank and actually have like 17 million be counted out for people to buy it. I would venture to say, I would bet that no, that that was actually his money. Right. I would agree. And I mean, this is what's going on in the space. I mean, there's some people in our space that are probably betting on house money. Hey, load up an account. You get a book sponsor. 
Right. Put ten dimes in the account, bet fifty a game, and put your tickets out. Or we'll give you a hundred thousand and bet a nickel a game. Here's the money. If you're good, it's great. If you're not, they'll fade you. That's your pay. You know, you get paid. That's your pay? Yeah, I would never sign up for that. No, that's not your pay, but that's your reward. Like, that's your up. If you're good at it, it's going to look like you're this big gambler. Right. Right. right? And, yeah. and and you're playing at this book. People are going to want to play at the same book because you're betting nickels and they want to bet 50 bucks or 20 bucks or $5. Don't get caught up in the money. Like, that's – I used to tell I don't show tickets for that reason, Dave. I've never, I don't show tickets. No upside in it. What the no. hell do you do that for? Yeah. I, don't I never show, I never. That in our space. Yeah. I don't show tickets. I don't need to show tickets. I don't need to show, for, for starters, I don't want the IRS knowing. Okay. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not putting out anything where I can be audited and tracked. Okay. So start part one. I don't want the government knowing my money. Part two though, is that exact point. Like people, all, people are always like, how do I know you're betting it? Like, what does it matter if I bet it or not? I'm telling you pre what to bet. If you don't want to fade it, follow it. If you want to fade it, go ahead. If you want to ignore it, go ahead. But what I do with my money does not matter to you. It should never matter to you what I win, what I lose, my unit size. doesn't matter. If I tell you, like, okay, bet the under. If I tell you, you ain't going to believe me anyway. If right, I bet $5 right, a game, right. you're going to be like, no, you don't. If I tell you I bet a nickel a game, you're going to be like, no, no you, you don't. don't. Right. So there's no who gives a shit. Right. It doesn't matter the, the, who bet. Because I always say this. Look, I don't, you, you don't unit shame anybody. If somebody bets $5, that could be a lot of money to them. So I don't, you know, $5 is $5. It's money. It's your money that you're placing down on a wager. That's significant to me. It's 5000 you know, whatever gets your rocks off, whatever you need to put down to make yourself feel big, that's on you. Okay. That's, love that's that you. Pressure, by the way, I haven't so, heard that. My dad used to say that all the time. Whatever yeah. gets your rocks off. So like whatever, <laughs> whatever you need to, to do, that's all on you. I don't really need to know or, or share that information or know that from you. And like, you know, I've seen enough things now with the daily juices discord channel where I look at people's tickets and I'm like, that's fake. Like that's not a real ticket. Like that's fake. I, and and I can't call the guy out on it because how do I prove it? But I'm just like, I know that's not real. Like that bet is not real. It's so I've watched how easy it is to fake these computer programs. And it looks like something they built on like an extra sketch. And it's like, yeah, that's not a real ticket, man. Oh, it's an <laughs> offshore book. All right. Like whatever. Like I don't need to worry. Whatever you need to do to pump yourself up. Bless you. Okay. Good for you. And like people put up on, on the Discord channel, like they never lose. Like all oh, they're I'm posting winners and winners and winners. It's like, mm. okay. It's like, I just, we'd love to see how many times you've lost. <laughs> like how many tickets are you not posting? You know, I don't winners. care. Like I, oh, yeah, I, I've had people win $500,000 in front of me. Right. I've had people lose $500,000 in my window, in my book. Yeah. Uh, you know, guy came in, once, deposited, Nine hundred thousand. He was broke the same day. Wow. He bet two games, three games, five hundred thousand a first game, whatever money line. Couldn't lose it. Lost. He shipped the rest on something else. Gone. Watched it disappear like that. Is that impressive? No, you're an idiot. Yeah. What are you doing with nine hundred thousand? You came in on a Saturday and wanted to bet some football games. He didn't even make it to Sunday. He had to redeposit money on Sunday. Brought nine hundred thousand for the weekend to bet football, and then I seen other guys who I know got six dollars in their pocket, 
and they bet a $5 three-team parlay so they can eat the next day. A guy got money, it don't mean nothing. A guy got no money, it means everything. Right. That's, that's what I mean. To me, unit sizes, I don't, I don't care what your unit size is. I don't care how much money you're betting. I don't care if you're betting anything. You're putting money down. That matters to me. I mean, that's it's your opinion. That's yeah. you got to respect every. Oh, well, I've said opinion. that for a long time to people, you know, on the daily juice and pushing the odds. And now this show is the same thing. I guess I haven't said it here, but I get more gratification for being right than I do on any money that I win. Oh, that's the whole business. And people don't, well, no, 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 no. People get real pissed off at that. I mean, you're old school handicappers. I've gotten into brawls with people who DM me and tell me, sorry, Farrah, but to fuck off for for, for that. (laughs) Saying that like, you know, you're a clown. You're ridiculous. Why in the world would you ever tell somebody that you're more interested in being right than you are of winning money? What's your motivation to do this? Why are you in the gambling space then? And I go, okay, I like being rewarded for being right. I like the money that comes back for being right. When I predict something, I put money down behind it. I get, I get paid for being correct, but I'm never betting. I've said this before. I can lose every dime I have in my bankroll and my life changes zero. Nothing you're betting, you're betting bankroll. My betting bankroll. Yeah. Whatever I, whatever yeah. I bet for my betting bankroll, whatever I, if I lose it all, Nothing changes my daughter's life, my everyone, my family's life. Nothing right. changes for anyone. If I lose a hundred bets in a row and everything's poof gone, yeah. I don't lo- Nothing changes. So I insulate myself from all of that. Right. And people get mad. They, they, I mean, they're like, if I go two and 10, but the, the one I hit is an eight, no, eight to one, nine to one hit or whatever it is. And I'm plus money. Multi-unit max whale play. That's all I care about. My, my, my record doesn't matter. My, and like your record's everything. I'm like, I don't care what your record is. I don't care how much money you're making. I don't care. You understand this? Like no. this for me has always been about the fun, the entertainment, the live chat, the people we get to interact with, the community that we are building, the BVB brigade. That is what I care about. Those are the things that get me going is that as a collective, if people send me tickets or send me, you know, thank yous or whatever. And I got people... Yesterday, I got a DM from somebody who bet Patrick Reed to lead the first round after we had Dubsy on. Yeah, I Cash. I saw that. You you Cash actually, it. I think you posted that. Did you okay. post that? I, posted, I can't remember what was DM yeah, posting. Yeah, you posted like, that. Yeah. He's like, hey, I, I I bet it off of what you and Dave said. He never he said he never bet golf before, right? Bam. He's betting golf because of Dubsy on, on yep. us on Wednesday, saying, "What do you like?" That's great. Yep. That's what gets me excited. That's what I'm yeah. all about is that we're making you guys money, making you guys more successful, educating you guys. Somebody came at me saying like, wait, Matt, you bet the St. Louis blues to win last night. Why don't you want, why aren't you following what Dave said? Why aren't you betting the blues to win the series? He said, it's better to bet to win the series than it is to bet to win in game six. I was like, that's awesome that you're listening to BVB. I'm like, I thank you so much for that. You know, ret- right. that question. And I, and who says I didn't bet both? Right. <laughs> he like he was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, yeah. I'm just more confident in the win tonight than I am in winning Game Seven. So that's why I said, okay, I'm going to play that officially and put that out there that we're going to bet that. So it's those are the things when it comes to the gambling space. Those are the things that really gets me excited. It's not the the money is all fine and good, and and but again, I never. Listen, bet I enough. respect guys that are doing it for the money. Right. There's people that are doing it for the money. 
But there's people in the content space that are doing it, saying they're doing it for the money. They're not. And you got to be careful with that. But boy, uh, Z, Zayed, is, uh, he's interning with, with SportsGrid. He put something out. He tagged both of us about being, don't be fooled by. It was awesome. It was awesome. Do you watch it? It was fantastic, right? Yeah. I mean, awesome. and, and, and I'm actually, I'm going to retweet that today because I didn't, I didn't get a chance to yesterday. But he gets it. Like, and yeah. he's a young kid and understands it. I went down and met him when he was in town. It was, a, it was through another guy. Uh, I believe Sammy said, reach out to Dave right? and tell him you're in town. He'll probably come and meet you. He had to do a school project. And I went down and met him. We did an interview. He got an oh. A on the project. Now he's nice. interning with SportsGrid. And he is a, he's a young hustler guy. who's in the business now of content, but he's actually been betting and understands it. There's so much out there. Just be careful, people. Just be careful. Oh, there's so many ridiculous. It's getting I worse, mean, P-Roll. It's true. And, and I mean, David Payne Pernum, I thought, put out a couple of interesting tweets the last day or so just about the number of people he's seeing who are talking about the fact that they've got insider information and that they know more or they have a line on some guaranteed winner, blah, blah, blah. And put these bots together now and, yeah. and shooting those out as followers. With fake, with fake profiles and pictures, I got information for fixed games. Follow me. Yeah, don't. It's so awful, and it's preying upon addicted gamblers who are losing, or very and naive gamblers too. That too. Who yeah. Start out losing, and they go, right. "Wait a second, this guy I knows can't do this." Oh, he knows something. Yeah, yeah. Because honestly, people just want to win wagers, and like that's why you know we've gotten. I mean. Sean Lockhart and I have talked a long time and Lee Sterling and I have talked a long time about the business of selling picks and how I have been anti upon anti buying picks. I don't believe in it. Don't think you should. It's not that I'm knocking people who do sell picks because I right. do think their answer to me is, isn't my time valuable? If I'm doing the work, if I'm doing the research, shouldn't I be rewarded for that in being paid? I'm going to work for you, my customer. And I'm giving you information you can then use and bet whatever you want to bet on. And I get that. I'm not against those people. I'm against the boiler rooms. I'm against the people that give out both yeah. sides. I'm yeah. against the sharks that prey upon addicted gamblers. And they have 500 people and 250 get one side and 250 get the other side. Those are the people that I can't stand. Those are the ones. And they're all throughout this business. There's you, ever so hear, you ever hear Dawson's story? We had Jeff on yesterday. Did you ever hear his story? No. He went to work in Boston for one of these places. Right. You have to add, well, at some point, maybe in the summer, we'll have him come on and tell the story. That's exactly what they did. Yeah. He got the job. They gave him a list. And his list was one side of the game. And the guy in two cubicles over was the other side of the game. And it was like, wait a second. What are we doing here? He learned how the business worked and got out of it. Because it was, there's no future. And no. I mean, it's just, it's, it's very, very tough. I think though, for the boys like Papa Bear, like Lee's been in it forever. Yeah. If you can build a reputable, credible business, like you actually do care and you're not doing that, or you're really good at it, I think you could survive. Yeah. But I think that business is going to be, Changing a lot here. Hundred percent. Everybody, look, doing I, it. I, they hate when I say this, but I've said this. They should be licensed. 
I'm a stockbroker. I can't give out stock advice without a license. There should be a license. If you're giving out gaming information. Do you think that could happen? I've been bad. I've been pushing it since before PASPA got pulled down. I've been pushing this since I started in the biz. Should we, should we have professional betters licenses and now professional no. handicapper? No, licenses? no. I, th- I think if you're going to give gambling advice, you should be licensed. You should have to prove you should be for, for the bare minimum should be, you have to have a business license to operate the business. Oh my. There is no business license right now for anybody operating. No. So it's one of Lee no. has talked about this a lot with me that he's very frustrated because he's had a business license in Miami for years. And he's right. like, I have standards that have to be met. Like I have to live a certain way Correct. and conduct my business a certain way, Correct. report it, pay taxes, Correct. all the things like I'm a legitimate business person operating this, op- you know, the, the sports betting company. So I just think if you're a stockbroker and you're giving out stock advice, it's to me, it's not that different. Now there's difference. I disagree that betting is not investing. It's different. I get it. But I think you should have to prove that you know what you're doing and not ripping people off. <laughs> it's going to change everything if that ever happens. Oh, people, I have gotten, I mean, every time I've said this, I get hate DMs from people. The hell are you talking about? Why would I ever need a license to do what I'm doing? It's do you license this person or this person or that person, or whatever? But I'm like, when you go when when you go to get a manicure, that person that you are sitting down has been cleared by a certain level. They've gone through training. They've had to get a license to do what they're doing. Like we we license so many people, so we so the public trusts them, and we don't license this. We don't license sports betting information. And it needs to be licensed and policed, tracked. Yeah. They don't like it. People don't like it. But I mean, look, Two for the Money is an awesome movie with Pacino and Matthew McConaughey. And there's so many stories. And look, there was just a story that came out this week that that Pernum did about a, a guy who won a bracelet at the World Series of Poker who started operating, was arrested and convicted, or he was either arrested or convicted, one of the two, for for stealing from people. Running a Ponzi scheme. I didn't see that story yet. I gotta go read that story. $25 million that the guy was caught with doing it. He's probably betting same game parlays too. I mean, it's <laughs> it's out there. It's believe me, I saw so many. I could pick them out now. I just walk in the book and I'm like, that guy's working, that guy's working. There's hustlers, grinders, shysters, every book in town here, every book in the in the country. Somebody's hustling you to sign up for this book or, hey, I got picks. I got this. I got that. I know them all. I've heard them all. And and, and it's, I don't think it's getting better. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know. I don't know if there's a way to get a license. I mean, there should be. But then you want to give out picks, you have to be licensed. And there should be a way of separating either licensed or unlicensed. It would, it would, it would cause a lot of. So we got to get a license to do the show? No. We're not selling picks. I'm talking about the transaction to buy sports betting information. Has to be money exchanged. Correct. I'm providing a service in which I'm providing sports betting information, which I'm being paid for. Yeah. I must be licensed, which Uh, what, which what will happen is that business will go away, which ultimately is my goal. Not that I want to see people go out of, go out of business, but that is, I do think that the selling of picks is not profitable, beneficial, and healthy for our industry. I mean, you ever go to the horse track? There's always a tip sheet. Sure, but it's free. 
Hell no, you got to buy it. Oh, so I wonder. Okay. How much is it? Five bucks. Who made it? Sometimes it looks like the guy just made it on the Xerox machine at his house. Well, I mean, Billy's tip sheet, you know, it's bad. I mean, that's that's bad. Billy's a horse guy and he knows and he's selling it right there. I mean, yeah, that's wrong. That's bad. I mean, I like that. The gold at all. sheet is built for, I mean, I was reading a gold sheet when I was 10. Okay. There was, a, there, was <laughs> there was a newsstand called the Smithfield News. It's still there. Wow. My dad used to take me down after at night and there was comic books, there was pinball machines, there was cigarettes, there was all this stuff. And there was a gold sheet. It was behind the counter. It had all the answers to all the football games. It it was it was like winning points is another one. They didn't keep it out with the magazines on the on the on the sales rack. It was behind the register, and you had to be a certain age to buy it. Yeah. It was gambling information, right? It was a, you know, it was, it was, it was a tout. It was, it was, it was right. tout stuff. It's, it, I mean, it's still in existence today. It's online, right? It's all online. Sheet, this was forty years ago. Giving out gambling information, right? And it, and that was the start of the business. People realized that there are humans that will buy your plays and picks if they think that you're winning. And Did then you that's, watch that pro line ever on Saturday mornings, like, you know, with Feist and all those guys. Yes. That's what, I mean, that's two for the money. It's what it is. It's a boiler room. You know, yeah. I got this yelling and screaming ham. I mean, look, I've worked in radio for 20 years, every Saturday and Sunday, every oh, station, every station I've worked for oh. had the 800 hammer guy, you know, <laughs> Uh, hammer the number, hammer the number, ha- call oh, me right now, call me right now in recorded message, uh, call me right now, 1-800-I-WIN, blah, 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 guaranteed to bury your bookie, we'll destroy him, give me a call right now, recorded message, updated every 15 minutes with the latest lines, over and over and over again. I used to drive to work every weekend listening to this on a radio, and then I started tweeting, like, hey, I don't know if you guys know, but there's this number you can call. And he's going to give you all the winners today. So I don't know what you're doing here on Twitter, but this is unbelievable. You know, just kind of with the sarcasm, like, yep. do people really believe this shit? Losers do. People who are underwater, who need outs, who need a way to get themselves out from underneath whatever they're under. That's who buys this stuff. And that's what I feel like is the problem. You know, I, I've, I've had conversations with, with handicappers. They're like, you know, my clients are, are doctors and they're dentists and, and, and they're, you know, they're vice presidents and, you know, they're all, this there is, there are, there are a lot of those guys. Okay. I, I would agree with you on that, but you can't make a living that way. Like you can't have just by sheer numbers of people in America, the vast majority of people who are buying your stuff, the vast majority of your clients who are coming back consistently are guys who need help, who guys that you say, Oh, they just or, want the picks. Or, don't want to do the work that too. But I think it's, I just think people who buy picks, it's, it, I don't know. I, I just think those people who are buying $500 packages yes. are, you know, they don't want to do the work fine, but they don't come back consistently. They like, come back more than you think. If you win, you could charge them double the next year and they pay. Yeah. There's a, there's a place for it because people are lazy. They there's don't no want protection. To there's no protection. They want for anybody. someone to blame. Oh, okay, they fine. I'll give you that. Yes, I give you that. Hundred percent. Yes, it's I. It's not, not my pick. It's your pick. Look, I get it all the time. I get it all, all the, time. the time on the juice, all the time. The, the, and I all and I and I tell them all the time. 
did I press buy for you? Did you press the button yourself? Well, don't look at me because I lost two. Yeah. So yeah. if you're, you're just getting in the boat with me, we're both going over the cliff. That's all we're doing. So like, it's not up to, it's not my problem. Right. Like I lost it too. So I'm right there with you and get mad at me. I'm, I'm mad at me. I'm mad that it happened to me. I'm not happy that I lost, but you just got in the boat with me. You could have gone on your own boat. You just chose not to. Us going Big, down. Biggie J just said in the chat, certain people have more information like book liability. Book liability don't mean shit either, Big J. Nope. Don't mean a damn thing, just for the record. Because my book may be different than his book. And I mean... It used to matter, guys. I'll, I'll it, give it, you a it little. Used to matter. It doesn't matter. It used matter to matter because nobody was telling anybody. Yes, right. And and we thought it was like inside but, secret information, right. and it's the books put it out themselves now. For it's a people, lie. Then it was a lie. Now, right? Exactly. Like in because if you look at the book liability, I used to say this every Sunday. There's 15 games. Guess what the book needs? The dogs, all of them except two. It's the same thing every week for 50 years. Bookies need underdogs and unders. People bet favorites and overs pretty much exclusively in all sports. And anybody tells you different, good luck. I mean, and if you want to take that information, use it as a tool. Don't use it to actually make your bets. The whole fading the public thing. It was a thing for a while. It's not a thing anymore. It's not a thing. Just, uh, just let you guys know it's not a thing anymore. I don't represent anymore. No. I, I would, if a book tells me that 95% is on one side, that might pique my interest. But for the mo- for the majority, I just bet what I think. I don't worry about where the public is anymore. So, that was a thing. It's not a thing anymore. It's mm-hmm. it's all, all misdirection. And the information cannot be trusted because just like handicapping services, the information the books put out is not verified by anybody. Think about the ability to report your own information in the way you want to report it. Wouldn't that be something that you'd want to make sure that you're going to get the best of it? Like, why would you put out information that's going to hurt you? There's no vetting. There's no vetting. No book, any book, no book ever vets what they put out into the public. Just remember that. Whatever they're tweeting, whatever they're saying, 85% of this, 85% of that. There's no way of checking on it. By the time it gets to you, it's probably changed anyway. Dramatically changed. <laughs> Dramatically changed. That's yep. the other thing. Two, four, ten bets, everything flips. And it's like, <sighs> oh, wait, I thought it was, I thought you were heavy on one side. Yeah, but we took a half a million on the other side to offset it. So right. Now we're done. Now we're not. Yeah. That's the yeah. problem with it. And I already uh, sent the email, so you're out. And you, and you saw it 45 minutes after it was sent on top of that. Right. So like the whole world's different. Yes. This is an interesting tweet that I saw from wagers.com that I want to get your take on. Yep. Younger people surveyed. Okay. Older people are worried about the integrity of the game. Younger people don't care about it. They're not worried about it. They're betting on everything. They want to bet on everything and they're not worried about the implications of it at all. It's young versus old. That's is that just the way people are? Yeah. Yeah. So young young, people don't know because they haven't seen or heard anything. Old people know and have seen, you know, 
you get older, you get wiser. You see more stuff. So here's the well, hold on. Here's the quote. It says, younger people see drafts and betting as just a part of being a fan. It's the older people who worry about the integrity of the game. And as time goes on, the younger people, younger fans are going to win out. Do you buy that? Till they get burned. Till they get burned with something. Till there's a there's a gambling scandal. There's something. Yeah. I believe it because the young people don't know shit either. I mean, <laughs> true. They don't know. True. Like, you, you know, how do you know it's not? Well, I don't care if it isn't. Well, you right. will care. You will care when you get burned. I mean, everybody don't care about playing with fire until they get burned. And they go, man, I what the hell was I doing? I, I, I should have seen that. I should have known that. I would have get, uh, I would have, I maybe would have acted differently. What we can do in this space and what, you know, we're doing every day with these conversations. And, and I think people need to really be aware of social media just in general. Right. It's not real. Right. I mean, it's out there, but it's not real. So you yeah. got to like you have to you have to. I mean, we talked about it with stuff with all this stuff happening on Tuesday. I actually went in and saw all these videos and you were talking about, man, it's tragic. Yeah. That's real. Like live your life with this stuff. Again, in mind, but not to care about the integrity. Like, they're going to lose the betting. If that happens, if they win out, what are you going to bet on stuff for? Nobody's going to believe it. If you don't believe that there's integrity for, like, games and things you're betting on, if you go to play, you won't play the online gambling stuff. We just talked about it. You won't get on your phone and play roulette. Why? One, it don't give you the juice or anything that you want from it. But two, I don't believe it's bullshit. I want to go sit in a casino and watch the ball. I want to see you spin it. Yeah. And if it keeps getting in the same number or jumping, I'm leaving because that ball might, that wheel might be fixed. Right. You know, piss off. I don't want to play here. But I don't trust that. I don't trust. And I know how the shit works. I've seen it in the back end. It's random. It's not fixed. But, you know. Online poker wasn't fixed either until the stories come out that other people could see your cards and you couldn't. I ain't playing online poker ever again. Ever. So you get burned one time or you see a story like that, start to care about the integrity. I mean, don't you think you got to care about the integrity? I think we will care about the integrity, but I don't think we care yet about the integrity. We haven't seen the game be exposed yet. But there's games and rackets and things happening that you know about, that we hear rumors about, the things that are running around that may or may not be true. But when it becomes true and someone goes down and the Pete Rose 2.0 emerges, then things will be different. For sure. It's coming. I mean, we all, I've known this, everyone knows this. Like people ask me all the time, do you feel like, you know, what happens when that happens? Are you going to be okay with being in the space? And I'm like, yeah. It's been going on since 1908. I mean, it's been going on for hundreds, hundred over a hundred years. This stuff's been going it on. Gambling the World Series in 1919. Right, like things have been going on forever. Like we've had gambling scandals for a very long time. This is nothing new. We're gonna have it be more available, but it's more difficult now because there's more eyes, there's more people, there's more money. So it's more complicated to do it now than it was then. You could do it with handshakes and backroom deals. Can't do that anymore. 
right? Much, much careful or more, more careful. And you got to have to have a lot more people out there. You know, you have investigations, you've got computer programs that while they're trying to fix the situation are also being monitored and the FBI and, you know, Interpol and all the other places, they're all looking for these types of activities. So, you know, that's to me a really, it's a significant situation because I think from a, from a book perspective, I think the books know this, that, okay, we can, because who are they targeting? Who are they really marketing to? They're marketing to the younger people. That's, you know, 25 to 35 year olds right now are the targets here. And really it's, you know, they want the soon to be 21 year old, the 19 and 20 year olds who are going to be turning 21. They want them to get into the habit of, you know, who's your book? Because that's going to be the next, the next thing I'm so curious about is we'll start to see books consolidate. And when they consolidate, when do we see Coke versus Pepsi versus other types of smaller companies that pop up, the Gatorades and the Under Armors and stuff Dr. like that? Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Although that's on, isn't Dr. Pepper owned by Coke or somebody? I don't know. But anyways, Probably. like those types of conversations because, you know, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, right? You got the big two and then you have everyone else. And then you have like your, your niche places, your places that want to be catering to a certain type of clientele, want to be more healthy, want to be more, you know, vegan or whatever. Oh, like, give me the health food store book where we could get all the high-end clientele, please. <laughs> okay, please. Right. That's coming, right? So you just have high-level oh. people. We have big oh. limits, small players Let's to play go. here. You must have a bankroll of X. You're going to get. Blah, oh, blah, anybody blah. can play here, but I'll take all the high players and we'll, right. we'll try to wind and dine. You will fly you over here. You're right. going to go to this game. I'll get you tickets. We'll get you right. here. Whatever you want. This that is, is what guys used to do for years. They went into the country club and hustled all the guys with money. And that's coming to, to sports betting. That's coming. Now we have too many books. There's 21 books, I believe now in New Jersey. Okay. In four years, there, there might be, Double digits. There might be 10, probably not six, seven, eight in Jersey. Four years, you think it gets cut in half? More than, more than that in four years. Yeah. I think everyone's already, I think it's already happening. People are already looking at it. They're already staring at what's going to happen. And I think there were the, the flag, the fact that we're heading towards a recession and heading so, and, and we can't get inflation underway, that a lot of these people who had flyer investments are going to run out of cash. And just uh-huh. either look for the parachute to be bought out or just uh-huh. close up shop and just say, hey, we're just going to be done. Like we didn't All do right. what we needed to do. We didn't get the numbers that we wanted. So we're moving on to something else type of thing. Right. So I think there's a lot of books, a lot of um, like companies that don't have media wings are going to have trouble, I think. Yeah. So I, I think if you're not already able to put your product in front of people without purchasing that media going to be very expensive and very difficult to do that because we know what California is going to charge. The $100 million is a $100 million. And if you can't operate in California, the amount of money that's going to be pulled out of there will allow these companies to go and buy everyone else out. Right. And the other states. Right. So then it's just a big Pac-Man situation. So Caldejan has he is our fact our re, our head of research uh, here in the BBV brigade. The Keurig Dr Pepper Snapple Group owns Dr Pepper. Oh, Didn't Snapple's still a thing for a lot of people. I I haven't seen a Snapple in a long time. You're not looking. 
now when you go to the store, you'll see it right. It'll be right in front and face next time you go to the convenience wow, store. Snapple for like a while was like the thing. Like Snapple. Was it really? Snapple iced tea was a big deal. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah, that was, was good. That, that was the thing. Yeah. That was the drink. It was Snapple iced tea. And they had the little, put the cap off. I had the little saying on the inside of the cap. Yeah. That little factoid <laughs> that they put out there. Very um, cool. Before you say goodbye to the sports group people, Bombie's in the house. Edmonton Oilers is pretty fired up. He's been on nights. So shout out Roll Call Friday. Take Beautiful. It. Guys, have a great Memorial of the Weekend for you guys on the live stream for YouTube and Twitter. Don't move. We're just going to say goodbye to the sports grid, folks. We're back on Tuesday. Monday, we're off. Tuesday night, we're back. 11 p.m. Pacific time for Sports Grid. Thank you for everyone, all your service. Thank you for everything. Thank you for watching us. Really appreciate it. Enjoy the long weekend. All right, let's go to the Lions. Here we go. Six and a half. I wore the blue Six for you. Six and a half, baby. Yeah, I wore the I, I wore the blue. Closest I get to a lion for you is wearing the, is wearing this. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll be right back. Just talk for one second. Talk for one second. Oh my gosh. What do you, what is he getting? Wait, wait, what, what is he getting? Lions. This obsession with the lions is odd. I do not agree with this obsession with the lions. I, I don't, I mean, just to kind of refresh everybody, Jared Goff's the starter. DeAndre Swift's are running back. TJ Hawkinson's their tight end. Their defense is eh. They drafted Penny Sewell to come in and play right tackle for them. I don't know if this guy's going to do much, but their defense is still garbage. Secondary, they've used first round picks. Jeff Acuna trying to get those guys to come in. Eh. Aiden Hutchinson is their big pick. Are you bad rapping the Lions right now? Of course I'm bad rapping the Lions. Absurd. What are you doing? Hutchinson's the second pick in the draft. We'll see what he does. Rookie of the year. All right. Sure. Let's go through this. <laughs> let's let's go through the schedule. Let's find six and a half wins. Home opener against Philadelphia. You've already given this game to the Lions. They're gonna win. Okay. It's a loss. Home for Washington. One win. Home for Washington. You start two and oh in oh the and D. Two. Oh and two. They're losing at home to Washington. Yep. You're wrong. Oh and two starts at Minnesota. Loss. Oh and three. Home for Seattle. Seattle? Who's Seattle's quarterback? We don't really know at the moment. Win. <laughs> win. At New England. Oh, you know, I want to say win, but they ain't beating the Patriots in New England. That's a loss. Bye in week six. They're one in four going into the bye. Three and two. They're insane. At the Cowboys after Lost. the bye. One in five. Uh, at uh, home for Miami. Loss. One in seven. Home for Green Bay. Loss. One in eight. At Chicago. Win. Four wins for me. They're winning on the road. They're beating the Bears. The Bears are one of the worst teams in football. We established that yesterday. All right, fine. I'll give you the win. Two two wins there. Come on. At the Giants. Oh, boy, oh, boy. They win one of the two, so I'm going loss. They don't win both games on the road. Wait, who? they just won last week at Chicago? At Chicago, then at the Giants. Yeah, they lose this one. Let's stick with four. Okay. I have a two wins. Home for Buffalo. No chance. Loss. Yeah. Home for Jacksonville. 
Win that game, son. That's oh, five. Okay. It's three for me. Home for the Vikings. No, they beat them on the road already. Right. I got to have them winning. So <laughs> they, they lose this one. Yes. So they split they, against the Okay. Five. They, they, they lose this one. Yeah. At the Jets. What the hell's that line? That's <laughs> minus two. Uh, um, December 18th, I have no idea. <laughs> Jets win. Loss for Detroit. Yes. At Carolina. Oh, we got a win on the road. We were at the Jets, and now we're going to Carolina. Uh-huh. We got a lot of these two game back-to-back road trips. Um, uh-huh. Win. Six. <laughs> Six. I'll give you a win as well. So I'm at four. I'm at five. Home for Chicago. This might be the game. Oh gosh. They sweep the Bears, baby. That's seven yeah. wins right Loss there. Loss at Green Bay. Loss. Yes. They win five games. Seven over Detroit football. Five and twelve are the Lions this year. And that may be being generous. Five and twelve. Yep. You like Jared Goff? I think another year with Jared Goff and Dan Campbell is going to. I don't care about covering now. We're not talking about ATS. We're talking about winning football games. Yeah. They're going to win enough. They're going to go over the total. What is the total right now? Six, Six and a half. And a half. Minus 110. Both sides. Minus 115. Under. Nobody knows what to do with that number. That's a good number. Nobody knows what to do with that number. That's good. Um, yeah, I, I like what they did last year. I like what they did with the draft, addressed an immediate need. They got the local kid. I don't think expectations are too high. The division, they got two games against the Bears. They split the games against the Vikings. That's three wins. Right there. Last year, they lost 24-14 to the Bears on the road, and they lost 16-14 to the Bears at home. It's a tough one at home game. That was a tough one. Um, on, on Thanksgiving. Yeah. That yeah, was a dead under. Uh, I mean, it's going to be close. I ain't going to lie. I mean, it's, like, it's not like the Lions are going to make the playoffs or anything like that. I don't mean they're not even going to be in the discussion to be. Buffalo, I don't even think Buffalo on, Thanksgiving, Buffalo on Thanksgiving is just such a bad game. Buffalo at Detroit. Yeah, on Thanksgiving. I, I mean that. that's that's like a celebration game for Buffalo. It's a walk over. It's What's the line? A, seven. Ten. Ten. You're gonna kill them. What? You can't be giving the Lions ten points on Thanksgiving at home. Why not? Everybody's gonna bet them. Who the Lions? Well, I let, mean, not, not, them, not listen. When I say them, everybody's let betting them, 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 let them. I don't care if they bet them. Let that's them. that's that's my code for the bad guys. I don't care about the public. I say everybody's betting them. I mean the guys I need to know who's betting. I okay. they'll take ten. They'll drive into Brinks trucks to take ten. Pete Roll. Yep, they and, could break and, us, and I and I can give them one of your T-shirts that says "No one knows shit." They're gonna. They could break us. That's they a lot. Can, that's a lot of points. Break us. I'm just telling you, the Buffalo Bills are not losing to the Lions on Thanksgiving. That game won't be close. 
Yeah, with Thanksgiving schedules, that's a good start right there. Buffalo, Detroit. That's a good right. start. You're, you're excited to watch Buffalo at Detroit on Thanksgiving. I'm excited in the to morning. watch Buffalo. Yeah, I think Detroit's going to be more competitive than you think. Yes. All right. Yes. I just, I, I, I think they'll be very similar to last year. They will cover a lot. They will not win a lot, which is what we're talking about here. Winning games, not covering. Big difference. difference. Okay. uh, Let's skip the props.com story of the day. Let's go right to the prop bet of the day. Okay. Betprop.com prop of the day. Jimmy Butler to go over 21 and a half points. The chat does not like this clearly, but here is why bet prep does. Butler has been bad the last two games, but prior to hurting his knee in game three, he was averaging 37 minutes, 11 field goals, 20 attempts, 8.7 free throws, and 30 points. It's been much different the last two games, but this is an elimination game, and we expect him to bounce back here to go over 21.5 points at minus 135. Some have it at 22.5 if you want to go and bet that over as well. They still like over 22.5 as well if you want to go a little higher. How do you feel about over? 22 and 21 and a half points for Jimmy Butler. Laying 35. I don't feel good about that at all. All right. So what about over 22 and a half? No, I don't, like, one I don't think he gets 20. I do. Oh, good luck with that. I don't, I, I went under. I like the over in this. You like the under last night in Wiggins. I like the over. Yeah. We just got there with that, right? He's 16 and a half. He got 17 or 18. 18. Pool was 15 and a half and he got 60. Over's over. Over's over. They don't count. They don't ask by how many. That's one of the best things in the book. They don't ask by how many. Did it go over? So, yes. Win or lose. That's it. Yep. A lot of people like to talk about that CLV. I don't care about any of that shit. Did you win or did you lose? It was close. Good. The number was good. I expect <laughs> this number to be good. You know, we said the basketball game yesterday was going to fall six, seven, eight, or nine. It felt 10. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to be close. What's what surprises you more? Butler scoring 12 points or Butler scoring 30? 12. Really? Mm-hmm. In a closeout game? Yeah. It's gonna take 30 shots. He don't look like he's right either. No, his knee's banged up. He's hurt. 100 percent he's hurt. <laughs> Dan Campbell has cajones. <laughs> he, he does. does. But you know, rah rah. Let's go big mouth, big press conferences does not equal wins. Got to go win. Got to go beat people. But people's all in Detroit. He's the most popular sports figure in Detroit. Miguel Cabrera. More popular than him. Dan Campbell is the most popular figure in Detroit. They love him. You know why? He's honest. He's honest. He played, I mean, but he's honest. Tells the reporters exactly what's going on. I love him. It's a good I quote. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he's honest or as much as he's a good quote, but it's a good quote. Well, a good never, quote can win I, you win the crowd. Fine, but I can't then I can't win say on the any, field. I, I'm not saying any coach in the in any pro sport is honest. They're they're a good quote. I mean, a lot of times coaches are professional liars. So really they, they just know how to deliver the the message in a in a package that's acceptable but for the for the fans. You mean Bill Belichick's been lying to people all these years? I don't know. Tom Brady was on the injury report for four years consecutively with a shoulder problem. So that's just making fun of the injury report report. Still lying. 
<laughs> it's still live. <laughs> yes, that whole thing. So. Friday, people make their bets based on that. Yep. That's so. questionable. Right. Stop. What? God. Just saying, that's why That's why the Patriots do it. So, yes, Belichick has been lying for years to the public about what's going on. And we just take it. We go, okay, sure. All right, time for Better to Book It being brought to you by Fliff. Go to getfliff.com if it's legal in your state just for getting an account. They'll give you 25 bucks to bet whatever you want with at getfliff.com, the social sports book. Go check it out. First bet, we are going Boston minus eight and a half tonight to close out the Miami Heat. Boston to win and cover betting it or booking it. If I was working in a book, I would have to book it. Thankfully, I'm not working in a book, and I don't have to book this. I will bet this with you here, but I'm not excited about like laying eight and a half. Agreed. Agreed. I'm far lighter on this bet than I am the second bet. Okay. This is yeah, this is just because I'm like, okay, again, Boston, Boston parlay, Red Sox, Celtics, Boston lay eight and a half. These are not my full like, like let's go type of bet. My full let's go type of bet is a second bet over 201. Oh, betting it or booking it. Wow. I can't believe the number. I cannot. It's the lowest the number, number. It's the lowest number of the series. Went way under last game, though. Correct. By 30 points. It was at Miami, however, and Miami only scored. Miami has scored 82 and 80 points the last two games. That's the problem. I need Miami to get to 90. Miami scores 90 points. It goes over. Because Boston scores 110? Minimum. This is a 20-point blowout in that situation? Probably, yeah. We talked about this yesterday, and I said, I'm booking that. You went under yesterday, and it went over. Uh So now what do I do? Well, it's the same situation. I know. It's a closeout game. I called a blowout. I was just wrong about how many points... The Mavericks were going to score. score. I wasn't wrong about the Warriors in the blowout. Correct. I was right about that. They let them back in that game, too. Correct. That was headed to be a 20-point win. Yes. They just pulled up the range and just stopped playing because, oh. again, I expect the same thing. Fourth quarter, last eight minutes, you're up big. Where are you going? Cancun. You care about playing defense? Nope. <laughs> and that got us the over on Wiggins. I think it could, it could hit us the over with Jimmy Butler. You know, he's going to play four quarters, whistle a whistle. Is he? Yeah, that guy's not going to know. He's not going out quietly. He's Sit not going down, out. Jimmy. Okay, that's the only way. But if he's healthy enough to play, he'll be on the court until the end. <sighs> it's just a weird number to me because we've seen it go over yeah. two times in this series. Yeah. Game three in Boston went flying over. Way over. By 27 points. And the number was higher than 201. It was 206 and a half. All right. I'll book it. Oh, no. I'll bet it. I'll bet it. I'll bet it. I'll bet it. It's going over. Okay. It's going over. I think we reached a point of the the, the bottom. I would agree. That's. I think this This is the basement. This is the pregame number where the books are. They finally got me. Because I've been under, 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 under. It's been good in the series. But. 201. I mean, starting here. Right. Come on. Too low. Blues win tonight. There are better numbers than when I bet last night. I bet plus 140. You like a closeout for Colorado? I do. I mean, as a hockey fan, 
I'm not sure. Three losses for St. Louis at home. We lost all three games at home. Makes no sense whatsoever. None. But with it being this close, with with Edmonton winning it with McDavid last night, I want to be in that locker room before with McKinnon and see what they do. I mean, I think I think this is so ready made. Look what they did. Look what we can do to play them huh. tonight. McKinnon is looking to take that same next step with Colorado that McDavid did last night. And he's got that. But him and Sidney Crosby from the same place up in Nova Scotia, like little town. They came. He playing, he playing goalie tonight? No. <laughs> but he may put him on his back. He did the other night. That uh-huh. was supposed to be the clincher. That end-to-end rush goal was so good. And I he think, still lost. I know, which means tonight they they have the, the benefit of being on the road and all of the pressure. I think the pressure's on both teams. I, I, I do. I think St. Louis is going to play free. You think so? Yeah. Very well free, could happen. I think. I think Kepper's a big problem. <laughs> He's a gotta big catch problem. Puck tonight, son. You got to catch <laughs> that puck. Dive on that thing. No more rebounds, please. And you got to find the car and the boys on defense. Clear the net. Just don't let no one near him because he keeps dropping the puck or bouncing off his shoulder and knocking in rebounds. I, I, I like Colorado. But I mean, I liked them in game five and they, they were up three nothing in the third period. It was 20 to one. We're supposed to win that game. I think they win tonight. Finally, Red Sox run line plus 102 against run line Baltimore Orioles. Why don't we just play the money line? No, I don't want to pay minus 170 juice. Did you do the Friday parlay? Don't do a parlay today? Yes. You did that too? I bet that. I mean, it's, I, I put it out. I just, when, whenever, it, whenever I do one that's like really, I, I don't, I don't put it in better to book it unless I like it and I do it every week. I don't love the one that I did. That's okay. It's going to win. It could. I mean, it's, I don't it's like a, this run line P roll. Okay. I'd rather just take the money line. I'm good laying the juice. You told me Baltimore's the best team in baseball against the run line, uh-huh. you know, with the run line. Now you're betting against that. I don't want to do that today. I'm booking this one. So the, the don't bet a parlay parlay. If you want to know what it is, I do. Mets money line. Hold on. Let me pull up the baseball. Mets money line minus one. Would you lay 40? 50? Uh, well, the whole thing, the whole thing is a minus, it is a plus 750 bet. Okay. So Mets money just to win? Yep. Mets to win against the Phillies. Okay. Padres run line against the Pittsburgh Pirates. You want to get in the car and go? I got a guy with tickets. We can sit right <laughs> behind the dugout. <laughs> I literally got a guy. He texted me yesterday. You coming for the Pirate Series? Oh, trying to get me in trouble. All right, run line, you said? Yep. Quintana's been a Pirate's best pitcher, just so you know, but go ahead. Oh, yeah. Yep, I know. But right. they're smashing the baseball. Yeah. Rangers run line against the Oakland A's. Oh, my God. A total seven. You're laying a run and a half? Uh-huh. I don't like that at all. I don't <laughs> like that parlay at all. You shouldn't like it either. Well, That's why it'll probably hit. <laughs> it's it's a really bad Oakland is horrible at home. Horrible at home. 
Jimmy Rangers Gray. have been okay. Gray's going for the Rangers. Their mm-hmm. bats are good. Padres can kill the Pirates. Mets can beat the Phillies. Okay. Plus 750 parlay. But like I said, I, I didn't put it as better to book it because like, I don't like it that much. So I was looking around for a baseball parlay. That's why oh. I got one. Favorite thing about today is what? Um, on the Caesars William Hill app yesterday, there was college softball. There were two oh, games right. yesterday. Yeah. Actually, I think I said it here. Or I sent you the text that Oklahoma State was like minus 180. It was an autoplay for me. They won last night 2 nothing. Game one of the three-game series. The Super Regionals are this weekend starting today. It's on all day. ESPN News, ESPNU, ESPN2, all day. You want to watch something? It's, it's, it's entertaining as hell. And some books across the country have it available to bet. Um, I'm trying to kind of put it out there on the Twitter. Obviously, I'll text you if I see any plays. There's games tonight. UCLA is playing tonight. They're going to win that game tonight. If the girl pitches it's supposed to pitch, they're going to win that game tonight. Yes, it's minus 210. Sometimes laying the juice is fine. When they win 6 nothing. Right. you can say thank you. It don't matter. So, um, But you talk about the lines and not knowing – some of the lines are off. Let's just put it that way. They're not valuing the favorites enough. And there's a couple dogs on there that I think, wow, that's a really a little bit too high. So that's number one. We got softball all day today, all weekend. Number one. Number two, my 18th wedding anniversary is Sunday. Hey. And I wanted happy to anniversary. Give, yeah, I wanted to give Jessica a little shout out because she came into my life at a time that I didn't see coming. And I had moved to Phoenix, and I was coming up here six times a year. I was trying to pretend like I was a card counter. I was playing blackjack with big money. I was betting significant amounts of money. I was out of the book business, but I knew what I was doing, or at least thought I did, and I had money, and I was single. And then you know, a girl who I knew as a little sister back in high school, because I was older and she was younger, came into my life at a time that I look back now and I understand why. And we went to Brother Doug's wedding separately. And my dad at the wedding said to me, Dave, that's the one. And he pointed to Jessica. And he's like, you know, that's going to be because I'm the oldest of of the siblings, but I was the last one to get married. Uh And he was like, yep, you're going to end up. You're going to end up with her. And I was like, dad, what are you talking about? And my dad had a power. I mean, he could see things. And I didn't always understand why what he said, what he said. 18 years later, still married, three daughters. And people ask, I heard a great question in an interview. What's your why? That's my why. She's Mm -hmm. my why. Her and the girls. Every day. That's my why. Happy anniversary, Jess. That's beautiful. That's really well said. That's awesome. And I really, I really, that's a great question for anybody. What's your why? Yep. Why, why do you get up? Why do you do what you do? Absolutely. And we're lucky. I think you, I think you and I talk about this a lot, but we, we are lucky that, you know, people say if you get up in the morning and you're in a good mood, you're, you're successful. Ooh, that's yeah, the truth. That, that, like, that's what that means. If you get up and you're like, okay, let's go. Like I'm excited and not like, God 
damn it. Like uh, I got to do what today? And I got to go where today? And I got to okay. do, God, like, what am I? Uh, we don't, we don't have that. And the, the fortune of that, the, the luck of that is Thank goodness huge every day, man. Thank God every day. And look, that goes right into what for me, because Monday is Memorial day. Okay. Back. I, I read this story a long time ago that the reason Memorial day became a thing was because of general grant had this huge ceremony over 5,000 people were there at Arlington national cemetery. May 30th, 1873 was when he did this. Orphan children of soldiers and sailors killed during war were there to put flowers on the gravestones of their fathers. And like in the wake of what's happened this week, like that Memorial Day isn't just for furniture sales. It's not just for days off. Yes, we all have a day off, but people died for this holiday. It's one of the more, to me, impactful holidays that we actually have as a country. Like 4th of July is great. It's awesome. But Memorial Day is a chance, I think, for all of us who are too big of pussies to put on a uniform and go fight to say thank you for those who have, who have been willing to sacrifice everything. And those who serve today still sacrificing birthdays, holidays, anniversaries, graduations, when they're somewhere on this planet protecting us, doing what they need to do to keep us safe and to allow you and me to do this job every day and talk. So for me, my favorite thing about today is that I just want to say thank you to everyone who's come and done that and be willing to do that because I didn't have the guts to do what you guys have done. And I want everyone to know that if you have served, thank you, police officers, EMTs, firefighters, you're in the same boat, even though Memorial Day is for the military. I feel the same way about you guys as I feel about you know, our military. You're doing things to keep us safe and doing things so we can do what we do every single day. And we all deserve, we, you all deserve a huge thank you. And we all should give you that recognition beyond a barbecue on Monday night or Monday afternoon. So... Guys, enjoy well, so it. You smoking meat? No, I'm not smoking meat. I don't know what I'm doing. I got to figure out what I'm doing on the on this. I I I I know I'll be at the pool one of the days. It's a hundred today, so at some <laughs> at some point. But I got a big game tonight, so I gotta. This is a big game tonight. This is a big moment. <laughs> this is big. Boston winning tonight is a big. It's, it's a big damn deal. And then I get to literally hate Warrior fans for two weeks and it, it's going to get crazy. It's going to get crazy up in here. I can't wait. I it's, cannot, I cannot Boston in the NBA finals. I absolutely cannot wait. Warrior fans were throwing stuff at Charles Barkley yesterday. It's going to be so good. They got to win tonight. Got to win tonight, but it's going to be a lot of fun. So come Tuesday, hopefully we're talking about the NBA finals counting down to Thursday's game one between the Celtics and the Warriors. Oh my. Let's go. Have a great weekend, everybody. He's Dave. I'm Matt. Bostonian versus the book back on Tuesday.